Hello, my friends. Welcome to Lonneke Talks USA. I hope your week was great, even though everything that's happening in the world can make you go crazy. But let's make this a weekly place of sanity where we come together to talk about everything that's happening in the world and in your country and in my country and everywhere. And for the people listening to my podcast, thank you for listening. And the people watching, I have the live chat open. So if you have a, something you really want to talk about, put it in the live chat. You can also talk to each other. And the nice thing about my American English live chat is that people from literally all over the world join us. And they spread, you know, they, they, they tell everybody what's going on within their community. So we're more informed because we cannot really rely on the media that much anymore. And if you really want me to say something or, you know, um, uh, you can send me a super chat. And then I will tell this to everybody what you told me and what you want me to say. Dirk is also present. Uh, hello. And Bane is behind me, my big love protector in chief. And uh, I see people receive the hoodie. That's so great news. I really look forward to all the pictures. If you also want a cool hoodie like this and you want to join the movement, go to the link below for the cancel cancel culture hoodie because we are saying no to the cancel culture we're not going after people we're supporting people we are a group of people that support each other and um yeah if you don't like something you can move on you don't have to watch this live stream you don't have to chat you can just go to somewhere else to another chat and have a good time and for the people that are here we are going to have a good time together and that's uh, all that matters in life right now because Everything is just insane right now. And we're going to talk about it. It is exactly a year in New York City. A year that we we have the one year anniversary of the coronavirus. That it was first detected. Yes, that's this week, this weekend. And uh, it changed a lot. A lot has happened. I've tried to really keep you informed. But I also want to hear from you how you feel. Because... Um, Everybody has a different idea and a different, yeah, opinion on what's going on. And uh, it's also something that the people in charge want you to, they want to, it feels like they want you to be confused because one time they say this, the other time they say that. We have all these leaders that do one thing and then later on it turns out that it's not the right approach. It's very confusing. You're not the only one. We're all in this together. But we're trying to make sense of it all. That's why we're here. And uh, besides that, it's a one-year anniversary. It's also the basically the first month of Biden in the White House. That's why I put that on the thumbnail this time for this video. How do you feel about Biden in the White House a month after uh, he was inaugurated on January 20th? Well, it's a month and a week. But basically, it's been... A month that he is here and so many things has happened since he has tried to really erase everything every legacy of president trump um he has signed so many executive orders and i don't know how many i don't think he knows how many and what he exactly signed that's also something we're going to talk about there's a lot of discussion about that but 
it happened. And so they're trying to do everything to erase President Trump's legacy, right? Because he's the worst and he's the reason all of America is bad. But let's make sense of this all. Let's talk and talk about this. What's going on? We know that in Texas, we all have had that the, you know, the weather was not that, it was cold. And Texas was the state that was hit the hardest because the electricity um, was gone. People were without heating, without electricity for a long time, and people were suffering. And some say it's because the tex- Texas has their own grid because they didn't want to be part of the... I don't know exactly what it is, but they have their own grid separate from all the other states, so other states couldn't help out when they were in need. And they were overwhelmed. They weren't winterized. Both energy sources, so the green energy sources like windmills, solar panels, of course, if there's snow on it on top, you cannot, you know, use it. But also everything. It was big, basically a big mess. And animals died. People died. It was a big mess. Biden visited Texas this week, finally, even though it's been going on for a while. And then if Trump was still in office, they would have said, oh, why didn't he show up the next day? But Biden eventually did. And um, right now it seems like the the electricity is back on. But Texas is going to take some time to recover from this because um, I think it was a you know, very tough situation for all these people in Texas. And um, I think we should all appreciate that we have heating and we have electricity because you never know, you know, when it doesn't work and when you're out of it, and then you realize, oh, you know, how important it is, especially in a cold winter. I say this because our electricity had an issue too. We had an electrical fire this week in the streets. Suddenly everything smelled like smoke and fire so the fire department came and uh yeah it's just all over new york city right now and it's the same last year that i remember is when the snow starts to melt it melts into these um yeah what is it these uh, electrical this con edison uh, what do you call those derek the the manholes manholes and we get a lot of electrical fires because of that because the, the um, how does it work there it's like the the snow gets into the wires normally they have electrical fires because of rats chewing the wires okay but i think this has something to do with the snow maybe that the plastic got, got worn out or something because it summers are really warm here winters are really cold here it, it, they cannot be good for the rubber and the plastic that's in the in the streets no, and you also see the streets. They're really even. Last year, they redid the whole area in Soho with a new asphalt, and it's all damaged already. So it's like a continuous thing every year that they have to do because it just when it freezes, it freezes so badly that you know the asphalt just is gone. There's holes, and it's like you're off terrain uh, driving when you are going around the city. The moment they finish. With the street, they can start all, all over again because they, they just don't do it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from the Netherlands, as you might know. And there they really do a good job with um, weatherproofing and the quality of materials when they build 
infrastructure. A lot of Americans that visit in Azul, they're like amazed by how nice the streets look and the highways and the paint they use doesn't chip and all these things. But New York, it feels like they use just the cheapest, the easiest to get the job done. And then next year they can go ask for more money to do another job. So um, at least somebody's making a lot of money. Yeah. So uh, that's what we see right now. We've had the snow, we had the, the freezing temperatures in New York, and now everything is starting to, you know, the snow is gone and you see all the damage. That, so even here with uh, the weather, it is, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's hard on the city. And the past days, the weather's been nice. The sun has been shining and I just walked my dog. It's the, the neighborhood is full of people. So people are trying to get back to normal. But we are, I see everybody new watching. Hello, welcome. And what else? America. So Biden is in office. Biden went to Texas. There are so many stories coming out. Um, apparently, he bombed Syria. And uh, some said that Harris wasn't aware. I don't know if that's true. But there was an interesting article saying that some Democrats are actually asking for... They're upset with Biden that he bombed Syria without um, conferring with the members of Congress, and also that he, um, they all, some also are asking for to take away his sole nuclear launch authority. So within the party themselves, they're also we always thought that the Democrats were, were one force to get Trump out. Well, they were, but now you see that people are going after Democrats. Um, they're now going after their own people. This we it happened with Governor Cuomo in New York with the whole nursing home situation, the scandal that many people died because they were people were sent to nursing homes and then the infection spread in the nursing homes. We all know already after a year, we know that the virus is tough, especially on the the weaker people like the elderly. And there will be an investigation, and people are even asking him to resign. There's also uh, sexual uh, misconduct allegations against him. It's, you know, the new cycle. I think they miss Trump because now they're looking for stories left and right. But they don't have to wait for Trump too long because Sunday, February 28th, Trump will give his first speech after leaving office at CPAC, which is the Conservative Political Action Conference. And it's currently in Orlando, Florida. You remember Florida is the place where everything seems to be pretty normal. Places are open. People walk around sometimes without a mask. Governor DeSantis is apparently doing a good job. And this conference is, is happening in Orlando. So Trump will go there and give a speech tomorrow. So I'm also looking at how long the speech will be because it's around the time I'm usually doing my Dutch live stream. So Either I do my live stream a little earlier or a little later, because of course I want to watch uh, Trump's speech and you should join me in that, watching it. But in the meantime, we are doing the live streams like this. And um, so Biden and everybody, politics is still politics. We thought that it, when Trump would leave office, there wouldn't be any scandals or people going after each other. Well, apparently we were wrong because they are going after their own people. A few interesting things that happened. The House passed the 1.9 trillion COVID stimulus package. 
And that means that uh, now it has to go to the Senate and they have to approve it. In the bill, there's a lot of pork, as they call it, extra expenses that have nothing to do with the COVID. That's at least what the Republicans say. But it also um, has the $1,400 that every uh, person that pay taxes will receive if they are, um, you know, qualified for that. And um, so that is happening. That's under Nancy Pelosi. We also hear that um, things are just continuing to happen. It's also with the whole health issues with the COVID and everything. Um, it's not the end. We talk a lot about vaccinations right now. There's a lot of different opinions on it. I even hear it here. And the past week I was so busy and I went to see the doctor because I was like, we need to, you need to take care of your health. And I went to the dentist because of course I have to, you know, have good teeth when I do this live stream. Um, I mean, they're healthy, but also they have to look nice a little bit, you know, when I smile. Just, I think it's just good to go regularly to the dentist to avoid issues. But I also noticed that they have this whole air purifying virus killing system in every room. So I felt very safe. And um, everybody has a different opinion when you talk to healthcare, not specifically here, but just in general, the people on the street, the people in the healthcare, everybody has a different opinion. Some are like, no, this, this vaccine, we have to take it. Um, and others don't want to take it. Some say, I saw some interesting videos that um, talk about the, you know, the, the whole, the, that it was such a short time that this was developed and, you know, side effects and stuff. And I noticed the one doctor that I follow on Twitter that got shot and she was ex ex telling people how she, what she experienced and she basically experienced COVID symptoms, but then she, she says it's because her immune system is activating and yeah, so it's a good thing. So you're actually getting the, the disease, but they see it then when you've had the vaccine that it's activating your immune system. I don't know. I'm just following this from the sideline. I just see every, everybody should have their own opinion, own decision. But I noticed there's a very diverse discussion going on. It's not like in America, it's just everybody is just doing it. No, everybody has a different opinion here as well. It's not only maybe in your country or other countries, it's everywhere. And also in Israel, um, I saw this protest happening because some even had, they had these, um, you know, the star of David on their body to show that, you know, they want to make a difference between people that are vaccinated and are not, and that the people that are vaccinated can do certain things in society and be part of society and others can't and that they think it's the same as what happened. Again, this is a protest you can find also on Twitter. That's I actually retweeted it on Twitter. But the thing is that, um, yeah, it's it's something that now everybody, it's people kind of now know after a year how to take care of themselves a little bit better with the virus. But now the next discussion is about all these different kinds of vaccines. And we hear, I don't know if you know, but there's a new strain, a New York City strain, and it's maybe more contagious and it's more dangerous. So every time there's a new strain, then they say maybe 
it doesn't the vaccine doesn't work for this you need a booster shot so this science or whatever is behind it is still developing and um, i'm just here watching what's happening just you know it's a process and it's uh, we'll hear much more about it, but it's definitely not uh, one. Maybe the media tells you that, but it's definitely not that it's only one view or opinion or no. In, in America, everybody has a different opinion and on it. I speak to people that are adamant that everybody should take it. I hear elderly people that are like, we want it. And then I hear people that don't want it. So yeah, they also, they talk about herd immunity and all that stuff. I don't know. It's um, it's the next, people didn't want to make this decision like this. They didn't want to be involved. They just wanted to live their lives. And now they have to make these decisions. And it's really weird. They don't like it. They just want to live their lives. And it's hard, but they're trying to do their best. And I hope you do that as well. Um, I'll keep you posted of the things I hear, but I do notice that in New York, at least the doctors are trying to have all these, um, you know, these, uh, medical equipment to clean the air. You also have to do, if you have to get a procedure done, you have to get a test done. That's like New York state policy. It's, you know, everybody has to do that. So I think now that maybe the hospitals and the, 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 you know, the elected sur elective surgery and stuff, they are doing everything to make it super clean and super healthy. So I think, um, yeah, to me, it feels pretty safe. But again, every time you're in contact with other people, there's a risk of a virus or getting ill. It's just, it's always been like that, whether it's a flu or something else. It's living is a risk of dying, basically. It's every day. Um, but you have to live your life. You have to also just enjoy your life and take care of yourself because so many people, that's the news that so many people are not going to the doctor. That's why I encourage you. If you don't, if you feel something, please do get yourself checked because there is such a decrease of, um, cancer diagnosis. Normally they have a certain amount every year and now it's so low because people don't get checked and it can be the difference of people surviving in the end or dying within a few years because they were just too late. So it's important that everybody gets checked. And I would also like to hear your feedback, by the way. I see people chatting. What do you think of this chat, this live stream? And um, yeah, if you have any comments or I'm always listening to you guys. So that is also afterwards, I always rewatch my own video and then I watch all the live chats. So I see every comment, but when we do it live, I focus mostly on the super chats because I want to give you a chance also to be, to have your voice heard on this channel. And, um, yeah, Jill Biden is in the off in the, the White House, uh, the first lady. She's doing interviews. It's like um, we hear a lot of positive news articles about her and about B Biden, Joe Biden, and about the dogs, Major and Champ. It's just um, they want to erase Trump. They want to go after Trump. We still have the Attorney General of New York going after him. The Supreme Court this week had a lot of important verdicts come out uh they do allow the attorney general to get the tax records of trump so they're going to go after his family and him but then this other case that we were all waiting to hear they dismissed it they're not going to hear it they said it was moot meaning 
it's after the fact because it's about the elections. And they um, said that they're not going to hear the case uh, of Pennsylvania versus Kelly. And it was the justices, Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, they were against it. I mean, they were for, they were against hearing it. So the majority won, so the case is dismissed. But there were a few justices that were um, dissenting, and that was Justice Clarence Thomas, Justice Alito, and Justice... Um, who am I missing? Oh, Gorsuch. And Justice Thomas wrote a dissent. That was very interesting. Maybe, Dirk, you can pull it up so we can read I'm it. I'm trying to find it. You can also find it on Twitter. If you just Google uh, Ju- Cla- Justice Thomas dissent. But he was very much clear that um, the case before the elections, they said it was no standing or lack of standing because the elections weren't didn't happen yet. And now people say, yeah, we don't want to hear it because it's it's already done. The Electoral College has been confirmed. Joe Biden is the president. But there's a lot of people in America that, that feel something is wrong. It's in their gut. They have a gut feeling something is not right and they want to talk about it. So I think also for Joe Biden to sub- gain his support, it would be important to hear these um, suits so people can really be like, clear you know you can keep saying that that uh, the elections uh, were not okay but you know we see it here this is the whole proof but when you don't want to talk about it that's when it becomes an issue and that's what clarence thomas said in his dissent he said what exactly are you looking for it's a short text written dissent yeah no but i cannot find it yeah it's on twitter just Google Clarence, Clarence, Justice Clarence. I, I also retweeted it a few times. Otherwise, look at my tweets. This? Um, let me see. Yeah. Uh, no, this is not it. This is Twitter. No, this they're, is not. It says so exactly, it says Justice Clarence Thomas dissent. He says it ends with respectfully dissent. You can also find it on YouTube, a link. I think it's just uh, important. I tweeted it, uh, so you can also look in my tweets. Is it that it? No, it's not it. It's a text. Text. Maybe they they. Um, while Dirk is looking for it, was for all it, over. It was all over, but yeah. now it's not all over. So maybe they are kind of shadow banning it, but we'll f- we will find it. Um. Justice Roberts. You just tweet way, way, way. Yeah, way I tweet too, too much. much. But it's is, all is it? important. It's all important. Um, it's no, that's a story about him. That's another thing. Apparently, this documentary about Justice Thomas, who's a the first black justice, um, is pulled from Netflix. So it's a very interesting story. That we're going through my my Twitter. You will find it at one point. You were almost there, I think. But it's weird, right? Because I saw it everywhere that people took a picture of it, and now it's gone. So this is also showing you what big tech is doing and what 
a lot of people are saying it's a big issue that they have too much power. They're more powerful than the American government. They really can influence opinions. They can take things out. They It's just not okay. I think Justice Roberts also uh, sided with the people that don't want to hear this case. And Okay, so now we're going into the... Um, when you find it, let me know. And we'll read it together. I don't even know what I'm looking for, Lonneke. Um, <laughs> it, it says at the end, I respectfully dissent. I remember that. Wait, these are all the cases that are talking about. <laughs> okay, so we didn't prepare this. I normally send a link to Dirk to show beforehand, but you know, this D- is Dirk like... Dirk is really busy. Yes. So he needs a little help every yes. now and then. So um, people are like, what? They're not going to hear this case. We're not going to talk about this mail-in voting. And that also means that locally people are going after, you know, they're going to either... They do things now. They go to... They're either going to run for office themselves or they're going to sue locally. They do little local um, governments... They uh, sign bills into law, for instance, uh, against the executive orders of Biden. There's, there is a lot of activity. We also have the, the Republicans that were going against Trump that um, in the impeachment hoax, they, uh, they um, voted for impeachment or voted to uh, convict him. They're being censored. And that's S-E-N-S-U-R-E-D. So showing that their constituents are not happy with them. And people to which that happened is, for instance, Liz Cheney from Wyoming. And she keeps saying that Trump is not the future of the GOP. But we've here heard it at the CPAC. And uh, we've heard it all on even people like Mitch McConnell, even Mitt Romney, they say that Trump couldn't have a good chance of running in 2024 and that he's still, um, we hear people like Kevin McCarthy, we hear, um, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene gets a lot of press these days talking about um, that Trump is the GOP. So we don't have to start a new party because everybody, 80, 90% supports Trump. Um, So yeah, whatever happens, it is a, I feel there's a good chance that Trump can run again and will run again. And they will continue going after his family. Ah, oh, you found it. Okay. You found it. This So this is a big deal, right? Yeah, this is a big so deal. So if I Google yeah. Justice Thomas dissenting, yeah. why the hell do only old pieces pop up? Because they don't want this, this to be out. So but this is what uh, he said. One wonders what this court waits for. We failed to settle this dispute before the election and thus provide clear rules. Now we again fail to provide clear rules for future elections. The decision to leave election law hidden beneath a shroud of doubt is baffling. By doing nothing, we invite further confusion and erosion of voter confidence. Our fellow citizens deserve better and expect more of us. I respectfully dissent. So this is important and it should be all over and people should know this. And he's also a black uh, justice. I think he's a hero because I agree with him in this. It should be whether you're against or for Biden or for Trump, 
you need to always have everything transparent for everybody to see. So nobody can have can question it. It's dangerous if you leave room for questioning and doubt. And uh, that's what he's saying. So it is, um, I don't know if they, it seems like all the cases are dismissed, but there are still some that are have to do with election. But I have to double check also. There are some local um, lawsuits still happening. This will not be the last thing that's said about this, of course, because people are going to try to get transparency one way or another. And um, it was just a big deal, and it should have been all over the news. I don't know if you don't live in America, if it was in the news, but I think it's a big deal. That's why I talk about it. And... This is a new reality. I also read about America, you know, future. What about the policies of Biden and Harris? Uh, they want to remove all the America first policies. Biden said America is back. Some say it's America last policies. Some say, I read that over 50% of this poll, um, people think that the China policy of Biden is worse than Trump. And... Yeah, I see here an article about Supreme Court's decision not to hear this election it's case. Mainly to get a like a picture of uh, Justice Thomas. Yeah. yeah, and his Netflix or documentary, I think it was on Netflix, should be available for everybody to see. His story is very interesting. But yeah, um, it means also that some conservative judges that people were having hope, high hopes for, for instance, Amy Coney Barrett, that Trump. Appoint, she was appointed by Trump and um, Kavanaugh that they just went with the other side to not hear it. I know they're busy if you see the list of all the, the court cases they have to discuss, but I would say that this would, was probably one of the most important ones. And um, it's just crazy. What is the situation? We have, like I said, America, different policies. Also renaming what is happening. For instance, the, remember the chi children in cages that everybody was so against with Trump? Oh my God, everybody was talking about it. Trump was the worst thing. Do you know that these facilities are back, but now they have renamed them? They have like more, and, and they say, yeah, but we do it a nice way now. Even though the facilities are the same, it's now caged kids in caged boxes instead of boxed cages. It's the same thing. But the media doesn't want to talk about it. They're not going to talk about it. They're going to not talk about scandals and issues if it doesn't uh, work for them. And for instance, what's happening in New York with Cuomo, some say it's because Harris wants to run in four years and she wants to, you know, get all the people that are thinking of running. Like Cuomo, you know, had a few had a good chance of, uh, or people thought he would run that, you know, to diminish all the chances of that ever happening these are just rumors i cannot confirm anything it's just my opinion i'm just also sharing what i hear in the news but it's just so clear that now biden is in office they're really changing wording they are talking about how nice it is to have biden in the office and they're talking about how you know all these policies that were the worst with trump that now they are okay because they do it in a nice way. Well, it's still children in cages, but okay. And uh, a lot of 
illegal immigrants have now a path to um, legality. They can get a green car- card, hopefully. And uh, that's also what Biden wants to do. They probably think it's all new voters for Biden in the future or Democrats. But we also see many people that are legal immigrants that used to vote Democrat. They're all moving to the Republican Party. And I always try to tweet and share on social media the stories of people that you don't hear in the, in the mainstream media. Because you always think that the Hispanic and African-American community, everybody supports the Democrats. And everybody liked Obama and likes Biden and likes and hates Trump. So not true. I saw at CPAC one president of a local, um, C- I don't know what it is, uh, Turning Point USA group, a uh, young black kid who was so excited to be there. There's a lot of conservatives from all walks of life. It's a very diverse group, and that's what's what they don't like. They don't like to hear all over the world. They want to keep this narrative going that if you're black, you have to be... Democrat and even Biden said it. If you aim, if you don't know uh, who to vote for, you ain't black. Well, oh, if you don't vote for me, it was almost literally. If you don't yeah. vote Democrat, yeah, it's um, but it's it's disappointing for for legal immigrants because I am a legal immigrant. I spent months, years moving here legally. It took a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of sacrifice. You cannot work for a while. It's it's terrible. It's I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. If unless you really really want to live here, do not do it. And now I have my green card, and the the whole process came to an end uh, when COVID was going on. So that was that's that was why it was delayed again. I've spent all this time, money, and effort, and I am now. I I have to help rebuild a country. With a demented president, we—it's I, I, literally like that. He cannot complete one full sentence. It's insane. You are sharing opinion of a lot of people, but we and, don't know. And, and I'm and not we have a, a a governor that killed people. Well, he sent people to nursing homes, and that kills people. But it's very frustrating for it's many really people. It's really frustrating. Yeah, and also that the open borders. And I saw a video of. One um, loyal fan of this live chat uh, sent to me a, with the um, uh, border wall that just they stopped working. It's just almost finished. And then it's like a nice wall and then suddenly it stops. So they stopped all the work. And yeah, I know that if Trump got four more years, I saw someone in the chat saying that infrastructure was on his uh agenda he was very busy but i know that he would have improved everything and now it's like going back to square one and i'm sure some people are happy but also many people are not happy with biden because they didn't receive yet their money he some say yeah he bombed syria before we got the the before we got our our um COVID relief yes the 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 fourteen hundred dollars um he said that he would do a few things and they're like, oh, he's actually not doing it. He, for instance, he said that he wouldn't ban fracking and now he is going to ban fracking in certain areas. So um, some feel a little like I'm like not surprised because that's what I expected. But some people that voted for him, they're actually like, 
trying to be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, but he doesn't mean it like that. And it's just the way it is. He is in the White House. And I love that he has two dogs. One is a rescue dog. And because um, I love dogs. But yeah, it's uh, we know what America could have been if Trump could have just continued. And it would be prosperous for every American, no matter your um, walk of life, where what your whole life story is. Everybody can be successful. And that's also what this um, young black man at the CPAC said that everybody in America has an opportunity to do well. And you see that also with the celebrities like Oprah and Barack Obama and all these others, even Justice Thomas, he became a justice. Ben Carson is like a neurosurgeon, even though he grew up in social housing. It's not like it doesn't really matter what your background is. If you grew up poor, you can be anything you want if you just put your mind and your effort into it. And you get also a lot of scholarships if you want to go to school and you have talent. There's all these ways to get to your desired destination. And to say that that is not possible for certain people, I think that is a little bit racist because I think in America, every that's what it's what the proof says, what the evidence, the evidence is that anybody, no matter the color of your skin, can become very successful in America. And that's what makes America so great. And I will still believe that. And nobody can tell me otherwise, even though we have these things in America with the critical race theory that in schools, I saw Megan Kelly talking about that she pulled her kids out of school because they were taught all these these very expensive school, by the way, but also, you know, very extreme. They are indoctrinated with certain thoughts and um, also what Coca-Cola is doing and all these companies, they all are making, it's so extreme what they're saying. And it sounds so racist for people that are just don't want to deal with it, but it's not going to help anybody. It's only going to divide the country more. That's my opinion. And if you come from a place where you just treat everybody as an individual and everybody is has equal opportunity, then you treat everybody with more respect and more equal and as an equal of, you know, uh, there's more equality. So a lot of times people say something that they want to achieve something, but all their actions are actually achieving the opposite. And that I see in America. That's what is happening here. It's really sad. And the cancel culture as well. If you don't, we want a diversity of colors, but we don't want diversity of thoughts. That's why I, um, you know, the cancel culture, that's really very big war on ideology here. And people didn't want to deal with it. They just want to live their life. But you have to fight it if you don't agree with it. If you agree with it, then you just let it happen. But if you don't agree with it, you have to take a stance. And... um. I also want to inform you on what is happening because last time I told you a little bit about the Netherlands. We have the same issues as in America. There's the government against the people. And there was this court case that I told you about in a previous video. If you didn't see it, watch it again. But it was about virus truth or virus waarheid, the Dutch group that are they are fighting against all the very extreme lockdown measures because this country has the strongest of any country even though they don't do the necessary steps, they don't take the necessary steps to actually 
deal with the virus, like for instance, more beds, more nurses, no, no time. And they haven't focused on that at all. No medications. No, it was only always from the beginning a vaccine and getting people to stay at home. So at 9 p.m. there's a curfew still. And they say they're going to loosen some rules, but not really. And um, the, 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 so a Dutch lo- lower court ordered to uh, scrap the country's COVID-19 curfew. This prime minister that you see is Mark Rutte. Many Dutch people don't like him because he acts like an authoritarian. He didn't like the results of this court. He went, he made it happen that within a few hours, an appeal could be done. Normally when it's a extreme case, you still need to wait a few weeks, but now it could have been done without a day. We also heard that the, the judge was linked to one of the experts that the, the government came up with to talk to, and uh, you know, about why there should be a curfew. And um, they postponed it and the verdict. Then suddenly there was no... They postponed the first verdict so that the curfew should still stay in place until the appeal court had... um, The higher court had, you know, um, given the verdict. And now the verdict came out yesterday on Friday. And of course they lost it, the case. The curfew has to stay in place. Uh, we all knew this was going to happen. So, so our pr- the Prime Minister of Holland did everything within and even outside of his power to keep the curfew in place. He was very adamant about keeping distance, closing stores, curfew, everything. And at one point, it dawned on him, like, if I keep doing this, I am going to lose the elections. So now he lifted part of the lockdown no yeah a few measures low he wants he's now saying suddenly this is all gaslighting that you to make you, you doubt yourself that you think that he's not a bad guy at all because now he's saying no we cannot keep people locked up forever we need to loosen it and he's also against the vaccine passport because that's the next thing in europe that's going on they want to have the same thing as here the yeah. moment they take over office, like, no, we need to open up as soon as possible. We cannot continue like this. Open it up. Open it up. It's a political thing. Everything is very political. But they, um, in the Netherlands, a lot of Dutch people feel like, no, no, really, they're all so scared about everything. But in Europe, they're talking about this vaccine passport that you can only travel with a vaccine passport, just like what happens in Israel. I haven't heard it yet here. Um, I think many Americans will be super upset, but we also didn't talk about a curfew. Only we had a curfew when there was danger in the streets, when we actually had violence in the street, then we had a week off a curfew, but then you can, it it makes sense. But every day that you have a curfew. But they were very reasonable about it because the curfew was only in Soho, literally like one street next to us. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was only in Soho. I think it was all over New York City that for a few nights, we'll look it up. It's just that we we know police in front of our door, literally, and and tape. And you could not come in there after a certain time. But everybody outside could still, I think it was only Soho. Because people outside were still moving. But then the police was very reasonable because if you wanted to go outside or walk the dog, dog or whatever, we weren't the one setting stuff on fire. We weren't the one breaking windows. The so police was very nice. Yeah, you had to identify, just chat with the police a little bit, and you could walk your dog. Yeah. No problem. 
I do notice that the police here and the fire departments, uh, they don't really wear a mask and they all seem fine, but that's a side note. The, the other thing is that, um, in, in the Netherlands is if after 9 PM, if you are not home, the police is going to check on you at home and check on the street and you will get a fine. And if you are together with people, you are going to be, um, fined. And um, also, if you see how the different... We have an election coming up on March 17th. If you see all the parties, how they have voted over the past months, you are shocked. So I always tell people, don't do all these... When you have can vote in the Netherlands in the election, don't look at what they're saying or what these um, tests are showing, who you should vote for. Just look at what they voted for over the past four years and make up your mind because it's so shocking that... yeah. People are like, no, they cannot. They, they voted for this. Also, that all the children have to be tested. They voted for that. They voted for um, this new law because Mark Rutte was so afraid that the first justice judge said that um, the curfew had to be lifted. So he wanted to make a stronger law that the majority in the parliament approved. So now they can basically, whenever they feel like it's a dangerous or virus or whatever, they can just tell people to stay at home. Not even in their garden or anything. They have to stay at home anytime and as long as they want. There's no end to it. So there's a very dangerous new law in place in the Netherlands that can lock people up forever. And read the last comment. Yes. So there's cancel culture happening in the Netherlands as well. Is, is that for real? Yeah. Jesus for banks that they want to, uh, they want to uh, uh, like show records and stuff. Everybody, also in America and all over the world, all these companies are becoming politically involved. Before they would just stay out of it, and anybody could be as long as they had money, they could you know be their client. But now you see people losing business, lo- you know, losing their livelihood, their way to do business because so this is a good reason why um, a bank at least the facilities have to be public good. Everybody has to have access to it. Nobody, they shouldn't deny anybody. Maybe if you're like a very heavy criminal, but they shouldn't deny basic needs like a bank account to people. Yeah. And I think that in America, especially conservatives always thought, yeah, there are, there are banks, we have Hollywood, we have music. So if you want to do that, you can do it. But they were all focused on more the you know, building stuff and just um, growing food and the farmers, the um, just the, the people that the basic needs, they take care of that. But now they realize we also need to be able to, you know, have a bank account or talk to people. So now people are need to build other infrastructure. In uh, my opinion, there should be a public bank that you, you don't have to pay for. Um, it's just a basic bank account that everybody needs. There needs to be public energy because a country has to make sure that everybody has electricity, has power. There, uh, there needs to be public health care. It, it, it's all going to yeah. shit, basically. It's, uh, but as long as you're aware and you see what's happening, you can protect yourself the best but i don't think it's if this continues it's not going to be pretty unfortunately but you just have to be smart just i keep bringing up gap because i think they're for me they're like the 
example of what you need to do. You need to build your own platform and be as independent as possible because you cannot trust they all want to be politically involved it's not about before it was just about i want to get as much money as i can but now it's like no i only want the money of the people that have good values or that i uh, stand with because they rather go bankrupt the same as the people in america that voted for biden they rather have america do bad than have president trump do well because trump hurts their feelings But now they have a president that maybe doesn't hurt their feelings. Maybe he will hurt other things. And it's a choice that they may or maybe not. But it's the situation right now. There's a lot of forces behind this that make this happen. And um, I'm just here talking to you, making sense of it all, trying to give people a voice and telling people to just make sure that you are going to that you're aware of this and that you protect yourself the best way that you do research at every spare moment of your time you educate yourself you inform yourself you look for different opportunities different companies that do not play this cancel culture because we have to do this cancel cancel culture movement otherwise it will only become worse and then there's only room for one thought and then You are picked off from the street, just like what happened in all these other countries that we always talk about when we talk about banana republics, um, that, you know, they, they are against uh, humanity and the room human rights don't mean a thing. It's happening around us and you have to speak up when you see your neighbor or someone mistreated, you have to speak up. That's the only way you can stop the government. That's the only way you can at least have your voice heard and help people because maybe this time it was that person, but next time it could be you. So that's my philosophy. Um, I see someone say tried gab, but cannot get used to it. I think it's pretty, it's like the same as Twitter and you can also make the background light, like white. So I feel it's the same as Twitter and you can even edit it, which I like because I sometimes make mistakes, grammar, uh, grammar mistakes. And then with Twitter, you cannot... Um, edit it so then i have to remove it and post again and it's but with gab you can do it but it's just if you don't like it there's other options but um it's just that we need to have different means of uh, of of communicating and the best is to be present on all platforms so you get the most diverse information to you and you just make up your own opinion because that's very important you have to think for yourself But in the Netherlands, what I also saw, for the people that don't live there, right now the public prosecution, the public prosecutor is investigating uh, political candidate Thierry Baudet. He's very popular because he doesn't believe in all the curfew and all these measures. He says it's, yes, the virus is there, but it's very um, unfair to have everybody suffer and everybody losing their business and livelihood and so many people die because of suicide and other illnesses because every all the focus of everybody is on this virus and instead of opening more hospitals and getting more nursing uh, nurses to help out they don't do that they just focus only on the vaccine that maybe is also there's some financial ties that they're do- investigating but the common sense way of going about this, they, they don't do it. But 
he is going out because he wants to get a lot of seats in the next election or win a lot of seats. So he goes uh, with his uh, caravan. They go to all these places in the Netherlands and people hug and shake hands. And now they want to investigate him because people get too close together and he was shaking hands and he was hugging people. But it makes a difference if people jumped on top of him. The prosecution if said... The, if the people initiated the handshake. Yeah, if they or if initi- initiated Or if the he initiated it. But remember, our prime minister, the first time our the prime minister of Holland introduced uh, social distancing, uh, he had a press conference and he said, we, we cannot shake hands anymore. And he yeah. was there together with another guy on stage. Yeah, from Dissel. From Dissel. Okay, so when they were... When he was done with his press conference, he walked over to Van Dissel and he shook his hand. Why didn't the... Public prosecution. Why? Because Mark Rutte, it's Mark Rutte, he's above all the laws and he can do whatever he wants. The thing is, you can you, you, people can say it's conspiracy thinking, whatever, but things are too obvious. People... The, the, they, they are not careful anymore, the politicians. No, because it all needed to be... I think Brexit and Trump rushed this 70-something-year plan thr- and it ruined it and they felt like they need to push it faster. That's why a lot of things that we can see now that we are aware, we're aware of, uh, for instance, in the Netherlands, they use certain people within the police to aggravate situations, then they can use that, you know, this chaos as, look, these protests are chaotic and uh, violent, so they are now forbidden. Um, We see Mark Rutte, what he did with the lawsuit, that he used, that the people used their power to get this verdict taken off the table. So there's no um, trias politicas anymore, meaning um, the dividing of power, so the courts, the ministers and what is the third one <laughs> the anyway so it's um it's um people see it now and for some reason they can still do it i also think that they're planning to have rotte or kaag this woman as the next mo- prime minister so i even tell people in the netherlands still vote even though you think it's not fair or what's going to happen you have to vote because you make it, the more people vote, the more difficult it becomes to um, commit any uh, fraud. So we're hoping that everything is fair and balanced and elections are fair. And then I'm looking forward to see how many seats, how many um, seats forum for democracy. That's the party of this man that's now being investigated for shaking hands, something that just the thought that that's illegal. That is so crazy. And gathering people and um, that you didn't take di- enough distance. But where was the public prosecution with all those, these uh, George Floyd protests in Amsterdam and other places in the Netherlands that all these people, thousands of people were standing too close together. There was no investigation. No, it's uh, political. And um, we already knew that when the, you know, the opposition leader, Geert Wilders, was prosecuted by them. But then other cases that... We, there's real misconduct, like serious violations of laws. They don't want to do any, any investigation. Yeah, so this is Thierry Baudet and Vibre van Haga. They're the, you know, for this party. We're going to talk more about all these different parties. Um, I still don't know who I'm going to vote for. In America, I'm supposed to receive my 
form and my um, the envelope. Sort of a voting permit, right? Yeah, the voting permit. And then I have to, it's a lot of things I have to do. Um, but if I don't receive it, then I have until March 5th to get a replacement, a digital replacement. But then I cannot send it to Washington anymore. So I probably have to send it to Netherlands, but then I have to pay extra probably to get it in time. So for me, voting is going to be very hard. Um, but, you know, I'm a Dutch citizen, so... I think always if you can vote, you have to vote. And it really doesn't matter what party, but in reality, I'm not going to vote for the coalition parties, the parties that made all this stuff happen in the Netherlands. And also um, for people that live abroad like me, they went after people like me living abroad because they want money from everybody that has a Dutch passport. So if you are Dutch living abroad and... um, you could be the next victim. I hope not. That's why I want a change of government. But with these people, it's so rotten and so deep to the core that I don't even know how you can ever change it. But you have to expose it and talk about it. And then everybody is allowed to have their opinion. And in America, I cannot vote. I'm not American. I have a green card. I'm legally here. And um, I support whoever is the president because that's all I can do. But um, I can like them or not. That's a personal opinion. And Americans vote. So all I do is I observe as a, like maybe a, a journalist or just an ex- a person experiencing it. It's like, how is New York? How is America? How does it feel? What do people say? And that's what I share with you. So I want to just very make it clear that um, I'm just standing uh, on the sideline, I'm just looking out and I tell you how I feel about it, what I see. And yeah, do more research about it if you think it's an interesting subject and make up your own opinion. That's what everybody should do. But it's becoming dangerous these days that they want you to think one way. And if you don't, you're being... Now it's so normal that you post something on Instagram and it says, yeah, you, we you posted something about the virus, so we put a link to a healthcare uh, website on it. Uh, I don't even know if what they're saying is true, but that's what these social media companies do. There's a lot of force and power behind them to to um, guide the thought process and force you in a certain direction. And that's some people are, want to fight the big tech. That's the next thing. So we'll hear more about that as well. You also see that with uh, the whole hearings that are still happening about GameStop. I talked to you about that before where people that never really were involved with trading on Wall Street got involved and they almost crashed this company uh, because of it. It's all apparently legal, but some things happened that weren't so legal um, because they wanted to stop this because they were ruining kind of the game. And they're now trying to find out what happened. But um, it's interesting to to see, you know, you want everybody to be involved with trading and not just a few people. But that was, I think this in the end is good that um, people are waking up. They're starting new projects. I think, I really think there will be a renaissance of new ideas, new companies, new projects, new banks, new everything. Because people are like, okay, if I cannot be myself within this community, I have to find my own community. But remember that the government needs to hand you a bank license. So that's not going to happen. The first thing they're going to do is shut down Bitcoin. Trust me. 
I don't know. We have to see. I'm never. I'm only talking about what's happening now. I cannot have any predictions besides that. I'm hoping you for can this. Always predict. Yeah, but I'm hoping for this renaissance that we'll find ways. We have smart people working on future projects, like someone saying about Elon Musk. We need more of those kind of people that dare to be different and dare to speak up and dare to. How amazing was Elon's blow to Jeff Bezos? I missed it. Tell us. He, the Wall Street Journal wanted to interview him. They wanted to ask him about his schedule. They kept emailing him. And I think he didn't want to answer. But at one point he was fed up. So he sent an email. And he said, and please give my regards to the puppet master. Yeah, Elon Musk, is, but because he's so rich, he can do that. And he can be himself. But anybody can become financially independent and fighting for the good cause. If you, But you have to be focused and not spend your time on things that waste your life, like um, drugs, alcohol, partying, um, watching stupid movies. If you watch something, watch a documentary that can teach you something. For instance, that Justice Thomas documentary i really want to see or um these other documentaries about how a certain company what came about or um history and of course it's always an opinion of someone so you never know the whole truth but it, it can help you form your own opinion and you do your own research and um i also tell people to make their own videos and to start instead of living life what they feed you and what they show you that you should like or watch or whatever, start making your own videos, your own life, your own photos, your own art, your own. So you're not as, um, when it's become more diversified, there's not a few people anymore that have all the power. So I hope that that's the future. More people are going to do their own thing and they're going to, um, you know, give a different platform and make different platforms, produce different products and that it's, that there's actually going, because otherwise the direction we're going is monopoly of everything. It will only be Amazon. It will only be a few companies to do everything. So if you don't want that, don't spend your money there or all of your money. A good tip is to listen or read the book of uh, Henry Ford and my life and work by Henry Ford. He explain his idea about the Ford Motor Company. And uh, if, if you listen to it or read it, it becomes clear that the direction that we are heading in is not the way it should go. He, for example, he explained that if production costs go down, that also means that uh, most likely that he's paying less wages. So in his opinion, that also should mean that um, the prices of cars should go down because the people that are working on the car should also be able to afford a car. So instead of just uh, having more profit, a bigger margin on a car, he lowered the price because it should be accessible to everybody. And that is the complete opposite of what is happening now because if, uh, if, they, if the bigger companies can squeeze their workers, they do it, but they only do it for more profit. It doesn't... It, it, it doesn't lower the price. It doesn't benefit ev- everybody. And it, it, it it's we live in a capitalist society, so it, it it shouldn't be some kind of socialist ID. But if you fair wages, yeah, if you if you keep fair wages, at least you can you also keep alive your customer base. 
I think what you mean to say is that when the business does well, everybody should profit. Yeah, because th that way you also uh, also maintain your customer base. If they make money, they can buy a product. But now more and more people are out of out of a job. That more and more people are on food stamps. More and more people cannot pay for health insurance anymore. So. It, it's it's a balance. Everything is a balance. That is why, in my opinion, that's also why China uh, started developing a lot in Africa because they're like, screw this. If America is going down like that and the Western countries are going down like that, we have to develop a new customer base. Okay. That's a little far-fetched far for me. But I know that you sold your company... And uh, you you lived basically off that philosophy of Henry Ford because you offered a good product. You wanted to have a decent price. So every, that the people that offered the shoes, because you had a shoe company, could afford the shoes themselves. And you wanted everybody to do well that works with you in the company. If we uh, found a way to lower our cost and up our margins, the, the question was always, okay, s should we lower our prices or should we improve the quality of our shoes so both will benefit the consumer because if we and most of the time we we chose to uh, up the quality like we, we changed the soles we changed the leather and everything that was uh, to benefit the longevity of the shoes yeah because it also makes you proud it's not only about money when you have a product or you offer something you want people to be happy with it that everybody can access it and that you are proud of your products and it's not all about, we talked about this uh, with friends talking about a gardening company um, in New York state and the people that work for them, it's, um, you know, they are lower wage jobs, but then the people that own the company and they basically own, you know, all the job for the gardening of all these places or landscaping, they drive expensive cars and they're becoming richer and richer. Like what is it for you to maybe not buy two Lamborghinis or Maseratis, but then whatever car, but then maybe give your employees a little bit more money. So they are feeling more part of the company. This is a philosophy that every owner that has a good heart should do. But unfortunately many people are greedy and they only care about what's in it for them. And they don't see these other people as full, um, you know, they take a little bit advantage of them. And I think if your company does good, does well, you need to give back to your employees. You need to give them, also make them feel like, look, you did a great job. Um, you worked hard. That's why this company is more money. And it's not about the profit going to the shareholders. It should also go back to the people that do this, that make it happen. It's to me, it's the most logical thing, but apparently for many companies, it's not. So, um, yeah, it's uh, unfortunate this world, but there needs to be, it's not bad to me, you know, I don't care, I don't mind people making a lot of money, but then if I see that their employees are not treated the way that I would do if I was making that much money, um, I would treat them better, then I, you know, you know, how many cars can you buy? How many times can you go on vacation? And it feels so good to give your employees that little bit extra for you, that hundred dollar means nothing, but for them, that hundred dollars a month extra means it's the difference between going on a nice dinner with their wife for their, for an anniversary or maybe paying off a, a medical bill. 
it's for them $100 means so much. So to me, the extra value of buying all those expensive cars, comparing to giving your employees a little bit extra, it's such a big impact that I think you have, yeah, I, I think it's a normal thing to think that way, but for many people it's not. And that's where things go wrong. So it's not bad to make a lot of money, but you have to also give the people around you uh, a future and that, you know, and uh, how do you say that? Um, oh, and, uh, something to look forward to that if they do better, that they hopefully get a raise or something extra. But they can also bonus. build a nest egg for troubled times because we are now heading towards an economy in which a lot of people, uh, very little people own a lot or everything. And the rest of the people basically have a subscription on life. Yeah. They, they, they will never be able to buy uh, an apartment or a house. So they have to, to rent it. So they have a subscription to their house. You have a subscription to your health. You have a subscription to uh, your phone. Everything is subscription-based. We already have a subscription based, which is called taxes. So you're already subscribed to a country if you live in that country or the country you're from. Uh, for instance, if you're American and you live abroad, you have to always file taxes with America. And just like I said, the Dutch uh, government also goes after their own people, even though they pay taxes in other countries. So every country, if you have any ties to them, um, they want to keep you subscribed to them. But then everything... Within that, everybody had their own chances to making their own lives. But right now, they want to have an economy and a society where nobody owns anything and you only subscribe to products that either the government or a few people facilitate. And I don't think it's healthy because it also gives takes away power of people. Um, you want people to be powerful, making their own decisions and be free because I think mentally and Physically, it's better for you to be independent. And they just want you to believe that a few people, you know, will know, know what's best for you. Um, even though I think many people are perfectly capable to uh, take care of their own lives. And that's what you see in America. Many Americans, especially conservatives, Republicans, they just want to live their life. They work hard. They do their own business. They, they, they file the taxes. They just want to be happy. And they don't want to be so politically involved, no, no activism. And now it has to change because otherwise they lose everything. But before, America was all about just the land of the free. You work hard. You can become very wealthy. You can do really well. You can give a lot to charity and uh, help your community. You're, but it's, it's not like that. And it's only a few people that force this on everybody, on millions of people. And as long as people let that happen it's going to happen so is that the future i hope not i hope we're having a future where everybody has their own you know is uh can decide for themselves also what they do with their body what they put in their body what products they buy or not um what they if they want to travel around or own a house all these things should be an individual choice that's what i, I stand for individual choice if you want to support something or not that's okay so I don't see any super chats yet, but I see people chatting with each other. So that's always nice. 
Um, yeah, the vaccine passport, I feel like in Europe that's going to happen sooner because they're just going to force it on you. And I think it will only happen if, you know, if people agree and just do it. Um, someone said, I don't know where, but said, yeah, if people tell you that if you wear a yellow mask or a red mask, it's better against the virus that people will actually wear masks in that color because they just believe anything the government says. Did you see that video on Twitter of that man that just told people to do like this and that he went with a lint roller just over their body and they just he was standing in front of either a hospital or somewhere or a building and people wanted to come in and they were just so used to getting these checks that they didn't even check what if this person was serious, but he was as a joke has told everybody to do this. And then with the lens roller went over their body and then said, okay, you can go ahead. And these people just did it. So many people are now um, programmed to just do what is told and just, they believe the guy. they're so they're in a state of panic and they're exhausted because of a year of this lockdown. They are sh in shock that this is happening. They don't want to believe it because shouldn't, the government be there for us. Um, yeah, and then the lucky thing is that now Biden is in office in America that they really want to show that Amer that Biden is better under uh, Biden than under Trump. So for the first moment in time, we will probably see opening up of areas like New York has now restaurants open and stuff. But what happens afterwards, I don't know. So in America, and that's the one thing I look forward to, it's not only CPAC and Trump's speech, it's everybody that's become more vocal and active. The, you know, California, I saw Rick Grinnell, the first um, gay ambassador, one of the first openly gay ambassadors um, to Germany. I think it's one of five openly gay ambassadors that Trump sent into the world. Then he became acting director of the national intelligence. I really like him as a, as the, you know, he always says it is, as it is. And some people are now hoping that he will run for governor of California. Well, I would be so excited. So and but talking about the governor of California, is there any update on the removal of the current governor? They are checking all the signatures because of course now they really care about signatures. And also... That was the big issue that people had with the previous election. Now there are some areas, like in Georgia, they're putting in place a law that you need to have um, ID to vote and all these things. So there's things happening. It's a little bit too late, but um, yeah, it's well, let's keep talking to each other and see what's going on and just follow the news and share with but each other, inform each other. I think. So, something similar happened when uh, Schwarzenegger became governor. I think there was also a, a, a recall or something with the, with the governor that came before him. So they had early elections, and the, uh, the his his uh, opponent couldn't prepare well for the uh, for the election, and that's why uh, Schwarzenegger won. Okay. Well, I see Vivo. Thank you so much. You're saying Greg, Greg Grinnell for California governor. I th agree. I would be so happy. I think he's perfect. Also, if you follow the logic of the Democrats, he's gay. He's openly gay. So to them, that's all you need to qualify for a position. For a, And yeah, the, the, the people, the Republicans don't really care what your be beliefs are or they only care about if you're good at your job and 
or many people, many conservatives, they just don't care about someone's background, color, or um, sexual orientation. They just want a good governor. And I think Rick Grinnell will be a very good governor. And um, so let's see what happens. If you didn't sign for the petition, if you live in California, you didn't sign for the petition, they still need these uh, signatures because they are now saying that some of these signatures are um, fraudulent and that they need more signatures. So encourage people to look at that. But don't... I think it's... Uh, you should look at it that if you are aware that this is happening, see it as an asset. See it as something amazing that you see this. And it's it's in, it's a for it's a power and it's I think it's it can only work in your benefit because you are aware of what's happening and it can help you make better choices and also if you don't like it fight it but many people don't see it they just don't have that capability so you are a little ahead of some people and we can look you know at them like oh you don't see it you're a sheep but I don't like to call people names so what I think we should do is always just talk to them and inform them if they don't want to listen it's fine but you know just be respectful to each other because the moment you start saying names or talking a certain way they're going to use that against you and they not even want to talk about the essence of what you're saying so you want to always make sure you talk about the substance and not about the way you speak and that's a problem also that people have with trump they only hear that he's very direct and a little rough and they don't hear what he's actually saying or what he actually did. They just so focused on yeah, but people rather want to be some people rather want to be lied to in a nice way than someone telling them you know helping them out, telling them the truth straight to their face, even though it hurts. They rather just be lied to and be like, oh no, life is great. I just want to be happy. I have my you know everything will be fine. It's a choice. Some people want to be all you know hearing everything even if it's not fun and others don't Dirk you just showed the election of 2003 of um, Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger yeah the uh, funny <laughs> thing is that it's called the 2003 California uh, gubernatorial recall it uh, gubernatorial sounds almost like a word Schwarzenegger invented <laughs> the governor <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, he was the, the, his his book is actually very interesting. He was also, he, he's not the cleanest person out there. But he ran as a Republican, I see. Yeah, he is a Republican. But he's been so talk so mean and unfair to President Trump, talking about that he's a Nazi and how he experienced that in Austria. I don't know. I never thought I didn't know he was a Republican. So we learned something today. Yeah, but he was wasn't he dating one of the uh, somebody related to the Kennedys? Yeah, but those are Democrats, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was he he, he ate a little bit of both, but he was always a Republican. But then he had some inside information. He, but, but he isn't a r real Republican. He is super left. Yeah, yeah. He married a Kennedy. Yeah, but, but um, his book is full of lie. Yeah, I cheated on her here and there and blah blah blah. It's uh, he's you like read a, the book. Yeah, he's a really dirty guy. It's a really okay. fun book. But so if if you have uh, Schwarzenegger in high regards now, do not read the book. Okay, <laughs> I think you you listen to the podcast, right? I just listened to the audiobook. 
Yeah, to the audiobook. But it's it's a nice book. Also with his movie career, his uh, real estate, he, he just made it big in real estate, basically. Okay. He's a little Trump. Yeah. I used to like him because um, his I'll be back. He always said that. And my dad, when he fell ill, he also said I'll be back when he went into surgery. So I always had a positive... Um, you know, uh, conversation. So don't read the book. Yes, I'm not going to read the book. Also, I don't want to spend money and time with people that are not worth it. I rather... So I want to hear also from you if you know a nice book or a nice person, podcast. Share it with us. Share it with everybody because I want to spend my time listening to people that are positive and look... Um, have, have a sane outlook in life and just do everything to help people out and not just fool them and say nasty things, which is only putting oil in the fire. It doesn't work like that. And there are people right now, for instance, that love Biden. So yeah, those people exist. They're very happy, but we'll see what's Do, do you have a podcast tip? Me? Yeah. Um, what's the la- la- latest one? Well, it's a busy time. If you listen to a few podcasts a day, it's hours like Tim Cast. I try to listen to every hour, every day, uh, Steven Crowder, um, just because it's funny and, uh, and also interesting. He did a whole research on, um, he did a whole research. I'm not going to talk about what, what it is because he got banned for it, even though he has proof, but, um, yeah. So I like to follow those. And there's not many female yet, but I, I have to discover more. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Elijah Schaefer Elijah has a female co-host now. Yes. Um, Elijah Schaefer. Um, yeah, I need... To, there's also, of course, um, you know, just Charlie Kirk, uh, Benny Johnson, all those. And some are interesting and... but. I think I should make a list because I think I'm looking and listening to more people, but that I just don't think of at the top of my head. I, I, I have I have two non-political podcasts okay. that are really nice, but they uh, there's always a sprinkle of politics somewhere because they have their hands in everything. And one of them is Darknet Diaries, about uh, basically mainly about hacking and stuff like that, but it's very interesting. And the other one is The Portal, by Eric Weinstein. He's uh, one of the, I think he managed the investment fund of Peter Thiel. But he's like crazy smart, the guy. Sometimes the podcasts are completely over my head. But it's it's really interesting, really good. Um, and he, he, is, he also isn't afraid to uh, every now and then sp- uh, speak his mind on politics. What are you doing, Lanneke? I'm trying to show because someone's saying, sorry, I'm acting weird. But, okay. Hold on. Is this the wrong way? No, it's... It's super difficult. Yeah. Hold on. Yes, okay. No, I see. Okay. I'm trying to show the book. Just get the book out of the shelf. No, because... Grab it. Okay, one second. (laughs) Why? That wasn't too bad. Um, no, someone's saying Ayan Ishe Ali, the book Pray. I Where read is she? She's in New York, of course. Okay. 
Um, someone says the book Pray. I also want to read that book. So you're right. That's a good tip. Um, she used to be in the Dutch parliament and she moved to New York, got married. I think she has a child. And she talks about uh, genital mutilation of women and just women's rights. I think it's a very uh, important subject. And I have many of these books there. All like, I like to read true stories. I, let me see. I can show sometime uh, other things, but I have the a book about Audrey Hepburn. Just she was born, also she was there in the war. And it's a really cool book. Um, Highest Duty of Captain Sully Sullenberger, who saved that plane in the water in New York, uh, in the Hudson River. And he's not so nice about Trump. So I don't like him as much anymore, but he did save all these people. So I respect him for that. Uh, I was here when it happened and I saw the plane hanging on one cable in the water with just the cockpit still, you know, everything was deep underwater. And then only the cockpit was still a little bit, you saw the nose. Did it was so surreal. Did you also walk into uh, too? <laughs> no? the, the, yeah, there's oh. a Dutch boxer who said that he helped out. But I also have a book of like... Um, Carpen bin Laden, who was married to the brother of Osama bin Laden, and she, she tried to get away. Um, I have a lot of these books that are tell the real story. I have like one book about a, two divers that died in a very deep diving. Um, oh yeah, I have one. Okay, if you, if you turn your head back, I have one book that was very inspiring. It was Paul. Kalanitis or something. Is that the one from the surgeon? Yeah, the surgeon, brain surgeon that studied so hard to become a good brain surgeon. And then he died from cancer himself at a very young age. Very sad story. So I always like to read about autobiographies or history and not about just books that are making up a story. My life is too crazy already. People sometimes don't believe what I experienced in my life, which really happens and then i don't want to waste my time reading a novel that's fictional uh and some people love it maybe their lives is not as exciting and they just want to just swoon and read this and feel great about you know um you know have a fantasy about a different life i only want to read about reality and things that can educate me so it's uh oh yeah oh jordan peterson what's the story Derek? what happens every time i watch a video Literally after every video on YouTube, you get a get a new video playing automatically on, on the Roku here. And it's always Jordan Peterson. I don't always. know what it is. If a video is already watched, it's every time there's some, I don't know, algorithm. It's every time I watch it, it's, it's, it comes back. I hear his voice. I'm like, oh, there we have Jordan again. So it's, I don't know what it is, but I've watched everything 20 million times. Mark Dice, yes, there's a lot of people I follow on Twitter already. So sometimes I uh, listen to podcasts or, um, you know, I'm, I have a subscription on the Blaze TV. So a lot of you have, uh, someone I really like is um, Mark Levin. Mark Levine. Mark Levine, sorry. With, uh, what is his show again? It's on the Blaze and he always talks very much about facts and constitution and the constitution will set us free. Um, but yeah. Levine TV. Yeah, Levine TV. 
Um, but I also sometimes watch the all left-leaning media. You have to watch CNN sometimes. You have to watch others just so you know what they're saying, how they portray the story so you can be better. Uh, you, you can also have your response better because some people really believe all that stuff and that's the truth and they throw it in your face and you have to be prepared to respond in a, uh, a way with substance and facts and in a nice way. And that's the nice thing I like about Steven Crowder. He always has these change my mind videos where he goes somewhere. Um, uh, he hasn't done it lately, but he has been doing it over the years where he goes to a college or a university and he sits there and he has like one uh, quote and says to people, change my mind. And it's usually very left-leaning, these universities. So he goes there and he says, like, um, um, the, what is it? I don't know. I just, anything that's like very controversial, he goes there and says, this is my opinion, change my mind. Like, uh, abortion is, uh, killing babies changed my mind something like that and i really like how people react and he it teaches me and others also how to this is a weird picture of him <laughs> what is it with always with these men that want to either lay on a piano or they want to look sexy like this yeah, or but i think he's a comedian yeah he's a comedian so. but, but i have seen better pictures um yeah, it's... Uh, you always ask me to lay down like that. <laughs> You're so crazy. Anyway, um, yes. So if you uh, if you have any other... I really... Yeah, that's the second video has changed my mind. Episode. He also has these very funny sketches, just like Saturday Night Live, but it's more um, conservative view on things. And uh, the Babylon Bee, if you like The Onion, that's uh, a fake news website. The Babylon Bee is the fake news one on the more conservative side. I really like following them. They have really funny... Sometimes it's actually true. Um, they fake news, like fun fake news that you're like, haha, but in reality, maybe there's some truth to it. And yeah, like only two genders, I see someone saying that. Um, so just every time you hear something new posted in the live chat in the future, we can all learn from it. And also sometimes old shows are interesting to watch, like what the life was like before. I remember I've, I've been watching old Reagan um, speeches. So from the eighties and it's, and also debates between him and Carter and, I think the Reagan Institute or something has it on YouTube, all these old speeches. And it's just interesting that some things have not changed and other things have, but just interesting to hear. I keep saying the word interesting, but it is really interesting just to hear how they speak and it be becomes more alive. And it's just very, uh, the one yeah. that's playing right next to you talking about old documentaries is also very interesting. It's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. It's called The Century of Self by Edward Bernays, a psychologist, and he invented like all those. Uh, he, he was responsible for all those uh, cigarette uh, ads that uh, make people independent and cool and stuff like that. And he later, later on, he was hired by uh, uh, the government to do the same kind of stuff. Oh, yeah? 
Yes, it's very interesting. Because that's also the business I've been in. It's advertising. It's um, influencing human behavior to buy a product. So in my case, it was always the people hired me. They, they I did a photo shoot, and it's always, you know, it even has to do with the colors of clothes, of clothing you wear, to um, maybe subliminal messages and commercials. To it's everything is thought out from the timing to the where you're going to put the ads it's all to influence human behavior and the mind and that's why for instance certain food items are more promoted when kids shows and some others don't like it and everything everything has to do with um, influencing someone's behavior and that's why I notice it right away when I see it in other things so maybe that's just lucky that I've been in that business for 20 years so I see how they did it and now I see it also in other parts also with political how they come out with certain news right before an election that they think is going to negatively impact that party's chances to win a lot of seats but unfortunately it always used to work but internet is great it's actually wake making people more aware like yeah, they're bringing this out right now just to influence the election. We know this, you know. And before, they wouldn't be... That's a good thing about the lockdown, that people are more aware of that this is happening. The big issue is still that a lot of people are like, no, that cannot be. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, just you can think that, but it does happen. It's proven. And these documentaries, I'm also going to watch that one. I didn't watch it yet. So we're going to... I know that I follow and watch more people. I just have a little bit of a brain freeze i don't know exactly um but i try to be more as diverse as as possible um unless i really talk about trump is a nazi and all these crazy like uh burning down the white house and all that stuff then i'm like okay you lost me there Uh, i only want to listen to reasonable people but we have we've always been giving people the benefit of the doubt even when the whole uh, tax issue was going on when they were harassing us we we every step of the way we gave him them the benefit of the doubt and in hindsight it it was all fake it was all they were wrong like the entire way a lot of times people are wrong or the the real reality is different but they portray it a certain way so i always say question everything yeah just stay stay keep your opinion in the middle tell you're sure you cannot just because it's government, give them the benefit yeah. of the doubt because it's and not media, like that anymore. And the media is sensational. They always want sensation. And it's question everything and don't react like a lunatic right away with your opinion. We have seen too many issue uh, instances, whether it's the Jesse Smollier fake hoax where they said it was a... Where's that guy? He's trying to stay calm and quiet because he wanted to be, I think... Maybe he did it to become a star. And then it came out that he set this up. That's at least what the media says right now. Um, But we don't hear from him. And the same with the Covington kids that sued CNN because CNN was right away telling uh, everybody that this this 16-year-old, 15-year-old kid did something wrong, which he didn't. So don't be so opinionated right away. Just wait till the process plays out. And after a few weeks, look back and say, yeah, this is my opinion. But the media is really the the reason why people act so uh, erratic and so quick to judge it's not normal but it's because the politicians do it and the people and these media does it and just stay out of it that's all i can advise you just be ruben report i see that yes um 
I was thinking of the name. I couldn't think of the name. So I thought I'll say that next time. I also watched the Ruben report. But we, um, again, going back to just my advice to you is listen. Circling back. Circling, circling back. back, which is very popular these days. We're going to circle back. Um, is to question everything and be rational and be, you know, not don't show your opinion right away and be like outraged about everything because in the end it usually is not that bad or it is bad. A lot of things that are bad, you see it in the media for one second and then it's away. It's also what the media decides should be the biggest story. Sometimes something that is not a big story, they may, they blow it up. And then other things that are super important, they don't want to talk about it, whether it's a laptop or a murder or no, it's only this murder we want to talk about or we don't want to talk about that laptop, but we want to talk about tax returns. So that is the situation, guys and girls. Um, there's a lot of talking about that, guys and girls. A lot of transgender issues uh, talked about in America. Um, there's this one woman or transgender woman who wants to compete. And she's suing the America, I think the universe, Miss Universe pageant that she's transgender and they didn't they said that only born women can compete um not sure what situation is we also know that biden wants to you know executive order that everybody can play uh sports no matter if they're transgender or not so we already saw some people saying i'm a man but now i feel like i'm a woman and i want to compete against women so when you talk about women's rights a lot of people are saying a lot of women are losing rights if everybody can just play in any game. And also the other way around, maybe some men, uh, f um, competitions for men, if a woman, maybe because they're more, I don't know. But usually it's more that men are more powerful. They have more, um, yeah, they're bigger usually, more muscles. It's all genetics. So there's a big discussion on that too. And uh, we see that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she has her office across from another um, House representative who has a transgender child, put the flag out that especially for the, not the LGBTQ, but the transgender, um, they have this blue, pink, and white flag to represent them because they didn't feel represented under the LGBTQ flag. And then she put a sign up saying there's only two genders. Listen to the science. So, yeah, ideology, war of ideology, even in the hallways of Congress. So we will hear more about it. Tomorrow I'll do a live stream. I see that there's also going to be debates and Trump is going to speak. So we're definitely going to listen to that. So I might push my Dutch live stream earlier so we can all watch it. So you first, I talk to you in Dutch and then after in English. Thank you so much, Viva, for your support today. You're the one uh, that sent me a super chat. I really appreciate it. And everybody else, if you want me to keep doing this, it uh, takes a lot of energy and time for me, but I want to keep doing it. But I hope that, um, yeah, if, if you like it, that there's maybe one day you find a way to support me, whether it's through, uh, you know, getting one of these sweaters or T-shirts or mugs or super chat or PayPal. It's all possible, but um, then... Uh, yeah, it really helps me to build and in also um, invest in better equipment. I still have my Amazon wish list with a few things. Some are not that expensive, others are more. Just so I, with you together with you, we're rebuilding. 
and Patreon, also sending a card out every month. And I'm not going to show it, but I have it here. So for people that want a personal signed card for me every month that I made and Dirk made, that is also possible. I'm just throwing this all out there for you because I'm not going to get any big company telling me what to do or a big, you know, uh, media company because I want to be independent. But, you know, this is, uh, I hope that this can become my, my uh, new job in life with your support. Thank you so much. And that was it for today. It's Saturday night and my Saturday night life. And um, I hope you enjoy your Sunday tomorrow, the rest of your weekend. And we will talk soon. There's so much going on. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.